What's going on, everybody? Once again, this is your friendly. I love listening to myself talk podcast, aka the Cathartic Podcast. This is your annoying fat fuck page coming at you today. Going to talk about a couple different things with this particular episode. The Heisman Trophy was announced. We have a probably a first round uh, college quarterback deciding to skip. His, the the um, bowl game for his team, and we'll probably talk a little bit of NHL expansion. Something I've been wanting to touch on is haven't done it yet. But first, this is probably the stupidest idea I've done. But I've decided a couple days ago, before I get too far into it, sitting at work, didn't have a fucking thing I wanted to talk about, so there wasn't a podcast recorded. Instead, I went on Amazon. Bigger Christmas time. Gotta get my mom some for Christmas. Gotta get her birthday present because her birthday's coming up soon as well. I stumble upon keto snacks and shit like that. And I go, huh? Keto. What is keto? Let me look into keto. So, I think if you know anything about keto, the keto diet is basically you're cutting out not all carbs, but like 100 grams of carbs daily is like. The top, 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 top max you're allowed to have. In reality, 20 grams of carbs a day is your max. So, but everything else you're allowed to eat. No vegetables, mainly greens. Anything that grows out of out of the ground, not under the ground. Uh, meat, shit ton of meat. Butter. Fucking bacon. Oh. So I looked into it. Well, that's a good fucking idea. I might give that a shot. But I know me, I got a fucking sweet tooth and I love to graze, especially at work when I'm bored off my ass. Not so much at night, which is weird. So I went out and bought some keto stuff while I was Christmas shopping for my mother. And I figured, you know what? I'm going to give this shit a try. I'm going to bring it in today. I am going to turn on my podcast, start recording this shit. And I'm going to try and talk and give you guys a comprehensive unbiased probably not going to be clean opinion because let's face it if it's like healthy ish it probably doesn't taste all that great but i'm gonna give it a shot i'm going to give it a hundred percent shot i'm not going to be biased towards it and i want to i'm probably going to start doing the keto thing here again after christmas right now it's kind of hard because well it's stout and porter season (laughs) and there's some good stouts and porters and all that good shit and, of course, I'm probably going to finish that up with um, talking about beer again, which is unfortunate, which is kind of where my mind goes today. So, with that, God, I don't know what to start with. No, I'm going to tell you what I got here first. First, I got just the cheese. Just the cheese. Like little cracker-looking things. Uh, got aged cheddar and grilled cheese. They're not grilled cheese. It's just like little cracker looking little fuckers. Um, I got some other little chips over here. Uh, Bunker Hill. Crunchy cheese crisps. I don't know about that one. I'm a little worried about that one. For the main course, I have from Mission Meats, the Beef Sticks Original. We'll talk about them. And then for dessert... I have fat snacks with an X. That is fat snacks with an X. So, and to wash it all down, I got my basic bitch 
Starbucks chai tea latte iced. Because, I don't know. And I, and I got a regular old black coffee sitting next to me. It's weird. I'm fucking odd today. All right. What to start with? What, you know what? I'm going to start with the uh, Just the Cheese Aged Cheddar. Now, the micros on this, they make it hard to get to. Let's see. We got 150 calories or 12 grams of car, uh, fats. I'm sorry. 12 grams of fats. Under one gram of carbs. Well, that is nice. Eight grams of protein. Let's see. Ingredients. Cheese. Gianato. And milk. Huh. Am I basically eating fucking like crispy cheese that has been overcooked on the stovetop? Is that what I'm eating? I mean, there's literally the ingredients. Cheese, in parentheses, pressurized milk, salt, cheese cultures, enzymes, annatto, and that's it. Contains milk, no MSG, no wheat or wheat products, gluten-free. Out of Wisconsin. I'm eating fucking straight-up cheese, am I not? Let's give this one a try. Probably be better sound effects if I didn't open it on the mic. Okay, it is fucking... It's, have you ever made a grilled cheese on the stovetop? Or maybe like an omelet or something? Or something has cheese and the cheese just kind of falls off the thing you had it on top of. And it gets stuck to the bottom of the pan. It's all crispy and shit. It's usually like the really good part. That's basically what I have in my hand right now. It's like they put cheese on a griddle and just let it fucking cook. It tastes like it. I'm not gonna lie. I actually like that one. This bag, my um, box, might not last very long. Ooh, never mind. Got salty at the end. Ah, this cheddar though. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to chew away from the mic. No, sir. Top okay. You know what it tastes like? It tastes like the um. Ah, what the fuck are they? They had like the. Old, nasty, preserved, melted cheese with sticks and little graham crackers. You can smear it on with a little red, little, not even a knife, like a little red spreader. You know what the fuck I'm talking about? That's what it tastes, it tastes like. that cheese, but crispy. That's what it tastes like. It's that cheese, but crispy. Oh, what, oh, what's the salt content? It's fucking salty. Eh, 330, wait, 300 grams? 300 milligrams of sodium. Yeah. Alright. A score of 1 out of 10. I don't know. It's probably a 6. I'm going to try the same, uh, different different flavor this time. Grilled cheese. If I can get the fucking thing open. There we go. Don't fall. Thank you. God damn it, this one doesn't want to come out. This one heard about the things he said about his buddy. Oh, cool, it's already broken up. Thank God. I'm seeing nutrition facts and a grand. Okay. That's a crunchy grilled cheese. Minus the bread. <clears throat> if you have cravings for grilled cheese, that's a good one. Oh, yeah, look, it says right there crunchy toasted cheese, nothing else. Duh. Go back to my little rant and rave from a minute ago. No, that's, I like this one. 
I'd say, um, it wasn't so fucking broken all over my lap right now. I would, I'd give that a 7 or 8. I mean, it's not 10. I don't know if anything's going to be a 10. I'm just a dick like that. But, no, that was pretty good. That was solid. It tastes like a crunchy grilled cheese, like I said. So. All right, on to the next. The Bunker Hill Crispy, I'm sorry, Bunker Hill Crunchy Cheese Crisps. I actually have two flavors here. I have Swiss and Buffalo. Um, the Swiss has 14 grams of fat. The Buffalo has 15. Both of them have one gram of carbs, and both of them have 10 grams of protein. Uh, the sodium is about the same as well. Their ingredients, well, the Swiss has more ingredients than the Buffalo. The Swiss, uh, pasteurized, part skim milk, salt, cheese cultures, microbial coagulant. So it's basically the, the same fucking thing I just ate, but different package. The other one, the Buffalo. Uh, cheddar cheese, in parentheses, milk, salt, cheese cultures, microcoagulant, end quote. Salt chilies, sodium, di I can't say that word, dehydrated onion, dehydrated garlic, citric acid, 2% or less of the following, ground mustard, malic acid, it's another word I can't say, but it's paprika, uh, and spice and calcium salicate, anti-caking, whatever. Does contain mustard, well it is in the ingredients, I need to read that part. So, um, I'm assuming the buffalo is going to have a small, maybe like a, it's got spices in it. So it might be a little bit of spicy. So I'm going to go with the Swiss first off. 100% natural cheese, artificial growth, hormone free. Uh, again, Bunker Hill established in 1935. I bought all this shit from Amazon. Okay. So, um, I might post a couple pictures on the Twitter. If you want to know what the hell I'm talking about? The Twitter is... That's a really good question. I think it's C-P-O-S cast at C-P-O-S cast. Should be a picture of well, my spirit animal as it in the um, profile pic. All right. Give this shit a try. <clears throat> All right. Minus the first part, the end of chewing it and fucking actually tasting it, it tastes like the other two things I tried. The, the cheddar and the grilled cheese, it has that taste at the end like it was burnt. Because technically it is. It's fucking burnt cheese that they cut up and fucking put in a package. So you get the Swiss flavor at the beginning, for sure. A little bit towards the middle. And then that burnt cheese flavor brings up the rear. Have one more for good measure. I think because this doesn't have the in-your-face cheddar flavor, because it's not Swiss, I like it a little bit better. It's not so uh, cheddar-y get taste, I guess. I don't know. Bad, bad phrasing. Get off me. All right, next one. The Buffalo. With the same company. Smells good. Yeah, that was good. That was like oh, buffalo seasoning. No, I don't. Mm. I'm about to say I don't hate that, but at the very end, motherfucker. So leading up, it's like the first, like halfway through the fucking bite is nice, but then at the very end, it's that little burnt at the end. If you like the burnt, cool, you're going to love these. It did kind of remind me of, um, I don't want to say pizza. 
for some reason. This one does linger a little bit. It's not very spicy. It's not no spicy at all. Like a little tingle, barely at the back of the throat, but nothing bad. I mean, it's not going to affect him. Not going to affect my life in any way. Eh. I'll probably eat those over the Swiss. All right, next we got the uh, Mission Meats Beef Stick. Uh, this doesn't really give me nutrition facts. I only have one. Oh, no, they're back. Someone. Bad isn't telling me what the, the micros are on it. Uh, let's see. Nope. So made with 100% grass-fed beef, no added nitrates or no added nitrates or nitrates. Isn't that the same thing? Anyways, uh, those are naturally occurring. Blah blah blah. Uh, Gluten-free, no MSG, paleo-friendly, derived from beef-fed, no GMO feed. Uh, verified by somebody writing so damn small I can't read it. Uh, beef, water, salt, encapsulated citric acid, cultured celery powder, black pepper, red pepper, garlic powder, coriander, onion powder, stuffed in a beef collagen casing. All right. You can do it. There we go. Well, almost. Ah! And, oh, God, I almost dropped it. Yeah, I can kill a bag of these. It's fucking beef jerky. That's it. It's straight up beef jerky. Got a little spice to it. Which is nice. <clears throat> but I don't know. It's fucking beef jerky. Um, where can I... That's something very similar. And I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Um, like Almost like ostrich jerky, I guess. No, I can't be. That's not right. I've had, I've had some very similar to this. This has a little more spice to it. But I like this one. It's nice. I'm gonna fucking finish it before I have my cookie. All right. Actually, it's a little, a little chewy. So there's a difference between that and other sticked, tubed jerky. This one's a little bit more chewy, chewier than the ones I've had in the past. All right. Now we get to the part I'm looking forward to: the cookie, chocolate chip cookies. Low-carb, sugar-free keto. Fat snacks. What do we got? We got... Um, I can't see. There's 90 grams. Of, 90 grams. 90 calories. And there's two servings in this package. Uh, so, uh, 90, so 180 altogether in one package. There's... 8 grams per cookie, so 16. Total carbs, 7. Ooh, that's not very keto. Because you have two of them, you're at 14. And that gives you space for 6 more carbs to finish off the day. And there's only 2 grams of protein. Hmm. Well, I'm not starting keto today, so. Of course, these are probably going to be the best tasting things that I've tried today. They're nice and soft. Smell like a cookie. And it fell apart, though. Motherfucker. Guess I mean one, because one literally just fell apart in my hands. Alright. <clears throat> this is definitely the better tasting of all the shit I just had. 
But some seals taste off off by it. I mean, this I don't know if it's the other crap I had or what, but there's like a weird bitter taste to it. Which I wasn't expecting. Let's see the ingredients, shall we? And the chocolate chips are really fucking crunchy. I mean, really crunchy. Let's see the ingredients. Almond flour, butter, chocolate chips, unsweetened chocolate chips. That could be what it is. Could be the unsweetened chocolate chips being bitter. Uh, Non-GMO urethritol. Insulin? Never eaten insulin. Stevia uh, extract. Organic soy lecithin. Natural vanilla flavors. Eggs, coconut flour. That could be another reason for the bitterness. I always think coconut flour is bitter. Sustainable organic palm fruit oil. There's nothing organic about palm fruit. Well, there is, but that's a whole different story. Yeah, you can go get palm fruit oil from a palm tree, but they don't tell you that they just cut down and thinned out a thousand acres so they can plant palm trees. They forgot to tell you that part. Uh, so xanthan gum, aluminum-free baking powder, aluminum-free baking soda, sea salt, and apparently they really love stevia because stevia is in here twice. <laughs> and so is natural vanilla flavor. Hmm. So that particular one, eh, I'm surprised. I thought that would be the best one out of the group just because there's more carbs in it. It's a cookie. Can't really fuck up a cookie. That's what you get for thinking. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a bitter aftertaste. It's not really all that great, in my personal unhumble opinion. So there we go. I think of everything I liked. Probably gonna have to go with the uh, the the beef jerky. Probably the best out of the group. I mean, I like cheese much as the next guy or gal, but you know. So there's so much burnt cheese I can live with. And the cookie was a major disappointment. I was really disappointed by that. I figured it wasn't going to be good, but once I read the carbs and what was in it, then I was like, oh, it might be kind of good. And then, uh... So, I mean, go out go try them out. Find them out. Find them somewhere. Another on Amazon. That's right by mine. And try them out. Let me know what you guys think. I uh, will post pictures of the packages on Twitter, which is C. P-O-S-Cast at C-P-O-S-Cast. That is the Twitter. Again, that is at C-P-O-S-Cast. C as in cat, the letter C. P-O-S-Cast. <clears throat> Which is actually a fuck up <laughs> when I was making it. Because I wasn't paying attention when I was typing out my the handle and shit. But, nah, fuck it. I like it. P-O-S. I can look at that. Sorry, now I'm sucking down a little bit of my uh, basic bitch chai tea latte. Uh, so before we get into the, the sports stuff, I do want to talk again about uh, Resilience Butte County IPA. I actually went and got that yesterday at a Fieldwork Brewing. Um, Fieldwork is mainly bruiser stuff out of Berkeley, California. They have a couple of tap houses throughout. I think there's three or four tap houses they have, including the brewery. Um, but somehow everywhere I've read, everything I've heard, this the resilience Butte County proud IPA wasn't supposed to come out 
until later in the month. But apparently it came out this last week at field work. I don't know if there's just they jumped the gun and decided to offer it sooner. Because I think, if I remember correctly, they well, I mean, it takes a couple of weeks to ferment, ferment. Well, it's only in the 9th right now. I don't know. So I don't know what, what's going on or how that worked out. I just know looking at some other websites, people who are doing it. They seem to not be coming out until later in the month. Uh, I've heard, again, nothing, don't quote me on any of these dates or times, but I've heard even Sierra Nevada, the company who came up with the the uh, the the ingredients, came up with the beer who had asked for people to make it. I've heard they're not going to drop it until like the 27th, 28th, 29th of December. So... I don't know how Fieldwork released it so early, what they did, if what they didn't do, if there's going to be a t different taste with the other ones. I, I just don't – I don't have a clue. Um, maybe I'm missing something. I, I just don't know. Um, I think that was kind of odd. Kind of got not into a, uh, uh, an argument with a friend of mine who lives up here, but – they said that one of their friends had a field work. No, that's weird. I think I look at it. It's, it's not here. I mean, even if you go to the Sierra Nevada website, it says available late December. <clears throat> so I don't know. I don't, I don't have the foggiest of ideas of what's going on. Um, if you go to the Sierra Nevada, com website and you click on the resilience view count proud IPA, you can see that, um, I just lost the line. There we go. Uh, it's not supposed to hit the markets till mid to late December. And they've made about 17,000 barrels of it. So, I don't know. I don't have the foggiest of ideas how they got it. Maybe I'll do a little bit more research and get back to you on that one. Um, please, if you do see it in your area, it's now over 1,400 breweries near uh, nationwide. I think a small handful in Canada as well, I believe, are brewing this beer. Uh, basically, every state looks like looking at the map. I think there's like maybe a couple states that are just pricks. I mean, even Texas. I mean, Texas is brewing it as well. What the hell? Good job, Texas. Maybe I don't hate you as much as I always make out, made out to, to dislike you. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I sounded bad. I'm I'm sorry. Um, looks like it looks like all 50 states. Uh, yeah, even Lincoln. Look at Nebraska. Uh, South Dakota, yep, South, South. Yep. let's say about all 50 states, maybe some of the small ones aren't doing it, are brewing it. So there's no reason why you can't be, you're not going to be able to find it. Um, I may post a link if I can figure that out on the Twitter account, but eventually it's going to come out. Just don't know when. Um, unless you're here, unless you're in California, you go to field work. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going through the website, going through the website, trying to pick out a company that I know is not in California, and see if they have a website telling us where they maybe. No, I'm gonna go up here. No, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a, a brewery in Texas. Let me find. They gave me an interactive map, which is awesome. Let me find Austin here. The only reason why I'm picking Austin is because my buddy lives there, and he can hopefully give a better breakdown of how it is let's see i don't know what 
several breweries in Austin. Good for them. I am going to choose not St. Elmo. How about let's see what ABGB see what their website says and the, the AGB ABGB they're in Austin let's see what they say about if they have it out if they don't have it out. I get field work has it out talked about it briefly what the hell I don't know why I don't know what they did different according to all this other places I've looked they haven't it's not gonna come out yet but we'll see um let's see if they have any news about I know they're supposed to be making it let me see if they have any news about them doing the resilience uh, so far I'm not seeing anything in conjunction with it supposedly they're supposed to be making it Oh, there's a, there's a brewery I picked out of Austin. I don't know anything about them. So, uh, I know they have some live bands. Oh, she was kind of cute. Uh, see if they're going to make any announcements. So, maybe they changed their mind. I don't fucking know. But, anyways, if you do see it, go out there and uh, pick it up. Just remember, 100% of the proceeds, for the most part, go towards... Um, we'll be going towards... Campfire uh, Recovery and Relief Fund, I believe it is. This is Recovery Fund. No, oh, minus what? I don't know if you're going to be able to find it in stores like Bevmo or Total Wines or anything like that. I don't know. You might be able to. But for the most part, from what I understand, 100% uh, proceeds go towards the Campfire Relief Fund to help the people who lost their homes. Uh, it's probably going to help the people who lost loved ones in the home, in the fires as well. Remember, 18,000 structures were destroyed. 14,000 of those were residential. If there is a small silver, silver lining, we didn't break the 100 mark for deaths, which is good, but it still sucks. I think last time I checked, it was 91, 92 maybe, which sucks. Um, but it was a big fire. It was a fire that spread a football field a second. Just imagine that. A football field a second if spread. That's how fast it spread. A football field every second. It's over 300 yards. Or 300 feet, I'm sorry. It's 300 feet. Every second. That's how fast it grew. Over 165,000 acres burned. Um, countless amount of first responders and firefighters uh, were sent. Um even after after the fire went through, an uh, acquaintance of mine, he he he's, he works in the law enforcement field, and he went up there to protect people's blinds, to protect people's homes, to make sure lower than whale shit looters don't go through and devastate people people's lives even more. So, for the umpteenth time, if you see it, if you're a beer drinker, even if you're not a beer drinker, but you know somebody who's a beer drinker, pop into a brewery, go over to SierraNevada.com, click on the web, uh, the uh, the link. It'll tell you which breweries are making it. It has an interactive map that you can scroll around to where you live, and it'll show where the breweries where you live that are making it. Go snag a six-pack, snag a four-pack, snag a crowler, snag a pint of it. Um and if you don't like it, just remember that all the proceeds go towards the campfire relief fund. I had it yesterday. That's at field work, nonetheless. Um, I want to see what happens when 
all these other breweries come out with them. I, I feel like personally, I feel like field work put it out early, figuring the company that designed the recipe and called all the country's breweries to arms for the lack of a better, better um, uh, phrase. They haven't released it yet. I'm going to wait until I have it from them to make my final judgment. Uh, yeah. So if you like it, awesome. I, I wasn't on that list, but again, I'm going to wait, I'm going to hold off before I even go out there and, and say if it sucks or not. I don't care. I'll go buy a four pack. I'll buy a fucking six pack. I'll buy several packs if I have to just because of, I, I have a small idea of, well, I don't have a small idea. Let me phrase that. I don't have a small idea, but I know those people are going through a lot. And it's that time of year. It's Christmas time. It's Hanukkah time. It's Kwanzaa time. I don't know. Whatever other religions have their major holidays or holiday around this time as well. But it's that time of year. <clears throat> and people need the help. And I know I'm concentrating on, on one group of people. And that's mainly because... I was slightly affected by it, but at the same time, I've seen the pictures of everything. It sucks. And I've never had a platform that I can harp on. I sit on a harp on and say that it make a difference and help somebody, help some people, not just somebody, but people. Never had a platform that can do that. Usually it was, oh, I'll get my couple bucks here and there. But now I'm at a, I have a platform that I can advertise i guess something like this and try to push something like this i can post it on my instagram i can have a friend post it on his on his business board cathartic they can come up with something and send and then maybe they should she got on his ass to do something as well <laughs> i have platforms now which is nice so yeah, please. So go out, get the get that beer, find the beer, drink the beer. Hopefully, enjoy the beer. And if you don't, just realize that the money you spent was going towards a good cause. Again, hundred percent of the proceeds are going towards the campfire relief fund. It isn't like it's fifty percent or sixty percent. It's hundred percent. Resilient Butte County Pride IPA. All right. So now I got that fucking taste out of my mouth for some of that shit and talking about the IPA. I'm not going to try to get into that again. I'm not want to, but I'm trying to be better about my times. I get long-winded a lot. I know I'm probably going to get long-winded. Eh, maybe, maybe not. This upcoming little segment. So actually, before we get into what I want to really talk about, well, what I mainly want to talk about, this quick little excerpt here. Um. NHL announced that they are going to be doing, they're going to be expanding once again, this time to Seattle. Woohoo. And no one knows what the name is going to be. <laughs> but I think they got um, four years, I think 2021, and they're going to do the expansion draft. So it's not very far away. This is, a, we're almost in 19. I guess, granted, they have, oh, they're close, close, close to building the arena in Seattle. I don't know what it looks like. Never seen it. Never don't know what it's called. Maybe I should figure that out. Is it, is it the key arena? Is that what it is? It might be. I don't know. But anyways, so Seattle's gonna get an NHL team, another team in the West. How fucking kind of cool 
is that. I'm kind of happy about that. I wish it was um, closer to down here. I mean, I got, uh, we got one, two, we got three down here. I guess we're okay. But um, I'm glad to see some more Western teams. I mean, let's, let's face it. If you're in the Western Conference in the NHL and probably in the NBA too, you are per, you probably have the most travel miles than any team in the East, hands down. So as good as Seattle is now going to be joining the NHL, I'm actually happy. I already am. I enjoy the hockey. The hockey. I enjoy the hockey, <clears throat> especially when football season's over with. When football season's over with, I'll dive into hockey even more. Um. That's just what I do. I'm I'm so I love college football. I'm so enthralled by college football. It's was what I love watching. Is what I love covering. There's so many fucking storylines. There's over 130 teams, not including the FCS, which is their playoffs. I think they're in the second and third round. Um, this last weekend, I believe. So I'm just excited by it. just I love college football. And it, everything else, sports-wise, takes a backseat. I don't, I don't follow the NBA, so you're not going to get much NBA talk from me. There might be some here and there, but I'm just not an NBA fan. I just can't stand the NBA. College basketball, I try to follow it. I just think basketball is boring. I'm sorry. I think it's very boring. I think I talked about that in one of the earlier episodes. I just think it's boring. Um, <clears throat> it's, but you know, that's what people like. People like the shit. I'm good. My hat's off to them. I'm not one. It's not. I just don't like it. I'll probably definitely cover it during March Madness for sure. Because who doesn't? You have to cover March Madness. If you if you're sit here and see your college sports fan, you got to cover March Madness. Just have to. I probably won't cover the NBA Finals. I might do a segment on the seedings. I'll probably spend more time covering NHL because I enjoy the NHL when there's no football on. And there's that week or two around April that um, there's a week or two in April that I drop everything and I watch football because it's spring camp, it's the spring game. I'm, I'm one of those assholes. I will watch the spring game. I just will. And I get mad when I miss it. <laughs> so there's like two weekends there in April that I'll watch the spring game. But I'm that asshole. I will watch the spring games. I, mean, I could probably sit here and do podcast about podcast about podcast every week. Like multiple podcasts every week about college football, especially during the season. Especially now with the bowl season coming up. But I'm not going to do that to you guys. All two of you. I will spend some time talking about them. I think there's some good things that came up. Um, some interesting things that came up. Uh, I would love to talk about the UFC, what happened this last time over the, at the in the UFC, Max Holloway winning, uh, Shashinko beating um, Chechevich or Kuguana Chechevich, whatever her name is. Uh, those are the only two ones I know. I didn't watch it. I don't, I don't spend money on pay-per-view. I just don't care enough to spend money on pay-per-view. All you people that spent that money on the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight, that was a show and a half. Floyd doesn't have knockout power. Conor doesn't know how to fucking box. 
I still wouldn't want to face either one of them. No, I might face Floyd. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I might face Floyd if I was given a shit ton of money. <laughs> I'd get my ass kicked. If you told me to survive for two rounds, I might not be able to do that. But if you tell me, hey, you got to go in there, you have to take on Floyd. And we're going to give you umpteen million dollars. Oh. I don't need these brain cells anymore. <laughs> but anyways, I don't know who won UFC. I wish I did. I'm sorry. I kind of fell up. I just, I don't know what the hell I was doing. I think I was out. I know, I was drinking Resilient. That's what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> I didn't get home. By the time I got home, I realized, oh shit, it's Saturday. Ah, it's too late now. But I got, I was reminded from my um, Instagram feed. I said Max won. I don't know how he won. I think he, it was a stoppage or something in the fourth round. I don't know. Just don't know. <clears throat> I go from NHL expansion to fucking MMA. It's weird how that happens. So back to the NHL. So we got the Seattle unnamed team coming in. Uh, 2022, 2021, the 2021 season, fall or late summer. So I think they're doing the, um, if I remember correctly, if I read it correctly, they are doing the expansion draft uh, Yeah, in 2021. So yeah, Tuesday. Uh, Beginning in 2021-2022 season, <clears throat> they will be beginning. Uh, let's see. What else? So that is going to make, if I remember correctly, I think, it's, I think it's out of balance right now. I think there's 15 teams in the West and 16 teams in the East. And now Seattle is going to make it 16 in the West and now 16 in the East. Would I think Detroit went over. So that's good. That's going to be balanced, which is nice. I wonder how they're going to do the seasons. Um, I wonder how they're going to do the conferences or the um, divisions. Well, it's looking like Seattle's going to be in the Pacific, which makes sense. But there's already eight teams in the Pacific, and there's only seven teams in the Central. So who in the Pacific is going to be moving over to the Central? I guess you could send either Edmonton or Calgary over. But then that kind of gets rid of that natural rivalry, huh? I mean, either way, they're both kind of out there. You gotta travel quite a bit if you're over there. Even if you're if you're Edmonton or Calgary, I mean, look at the map. Look where they're at. I mean, they have to go over one pro one huge province to put the Jets. Not nah, next one over to the west is Vancouver, but that can't be a fun ride over the mountains. I've heard some about the Coyotes, maybe moving over. I don't I don't know about that one, but I guess I could see it. I think there's, to me anyways, I don't know how true it is or not, but to me I feel like it's like a natural rivalry with Phoenix. Are they, are they Phoenix or the Arizona again? Uh, they are Arizona. Sorry, Arizona. My fault. <clears throat> the Coyotes. But I feel like there's like a weird natural rivalry between the Coyotes and Vegas, L.A. and Anaheim and, 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 and the Coyotes. So both those teams and the Coyotes. So I feel like there's, there's like a weird – I don't know what it is. It feels like, it's like a real little rivalry. Like Arizona wants to be like California, but they can't type of deal. So, but because all the Californians move into Arizona because it's cheaper or type of deal. I don't fucking know. I don't have a clue. But I've always felt like there's a little rivalry between, especially Southern California and Phoenix. I don't know why. Because Vegas has rivalry. They should have a natural rivalry with the Kings and with the Ducks and probably even with the Coyotes. The Coyotes were any better. I don't know. How, you know, I shouldn't say that. I don't know how they're doing this year. Again, I've been stuck with my head in college football. 
since uh, September, if not earlier. Um, so I wonder who's going to move over. I really do. I don't know if they've made that announcement or anything like that, but I'm assuming they're going to make it in the near future just because uh, how are you going to have nine teams in the, in the Pacific and only seven teams in the Central? doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Of course, there's a lot of things about the NHL that don't make sense to me. A lot. Like the Atlantic Division. You have two teams all the way down to Florida. And all of their divisional rivals are way up in Canada or in the Northeast. Mainly uh, New York, I guess. New York, Boston. What the fuck is that all about? I'm one of those people that, like, to me it has to be, like, regional. <clears throat> I like the east and west, north and south thing. The southwest and northeast. Or northwest. Whatever. Um, difference. That's what I like. That's what I believe in. I don't know why. It just seems like it flows better. No, so how the how come they don't have again? I don't I don't fucking even sit here and, and say anything about how I don't know I don't know about the NHL what was going on with the NHL. But how come they don't have Miami and, and or the, the Panthers and the Lightning with the Hurricane with DC, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Columbus? It's one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven teams. You can even, you can even, well, you can even add Detroit in there. There's your eight. And that leaves Ottawa, Toronto, Montreal, Buffalo, two New York teams, New Jersey, and Boston. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's no, that's eight. That's right. I'm sorry. Why not do that? I mean, you keep the rivalries if you do that for the most part. Detroit and Columbus, they're kind of rivalries now since Detroit moved over to the east. They're still keeping Pittsburgh and Philadelphia and D.C. I mean, fucking Carolina's out there by themselves. <clears throat> Shit, you could almost move Nashville to the east. Almost. So why didn't they, why, and there has to be an explanation. I don't know, I've wondered this for several years now since they've done it. Maybe there's an explanation in there, and it said it, but it was during the college football season, so I didn't listen, which is a huge possibility. But again, why not Edmonton, Montreal, Toronto? They're all rivalries. Buffalo, that's a rivalry with Toronto. Boston, they're in Montreal. Both New York teams, it's Islanders and, and, and the Rangers, and New Jersey. That's eight. And then you take uh, uh Detroit out of the, is it the Metropolitan? Is that what it's called? No, Atlantic. You take, why is Detroit in the fucking Atlantic? That makes no sense to me whatsoever. Detroit is in the Atlantic? Really? That's stupid. But anyway, so you take, you put Detroit with Columbus, with Pittsburgh, with Philadelphia, with DC. Those last three teams, rivalries. With, uh, uh, with Carolina. With the Panthers, with the Lightning, it's eight. Kind of ge geographical. Instead, you have Miami, 
or the Florida Underwear Panthers, all the way down the south, they have to try, fly the furthest to face a conference or division team in Ottawa. What? That makes absolutely no fucking sense to me. But maybe it's just how I believe divisions and conferences should be more regional than anything else. Maybe that's just me. <clears throat> Who moves over from the Pacific to the Central? If that even happens, are they going to move? Maybe they'll fucking... I don't know what they'll do. I can't sit here and guess. <laughs> Cannot sit here and guess. Can't sit here and guess. But they're coming up. That's cool. 2021 will be the first season. Uh, I look forward to seeing what their names are going to be, or what their name's going to be. I know they I saw something that um, they had ideas. I don't know when they're going to come up with. I saw one, the pilots. That was kind of cool. Um, what was the other one? Like the aviators or something, because a Boeing was up there. The sushi rolls, I thought that was stupid. I guess one cool thing, well, another cool thing about Seattle coming in is now Vancouver has a natu natural rivalry with somebody. That's cool. They don't have the fucking... Who is Vancouver's rivalry? Rivals. Shit. I should know that, shouldn't I? I feel bad for not knowing that. <clears throat> Who cares? They don't have the Sedin brothers. Didn't both Sedin brothers retire? I don't know who their rivalry is. rivals are. It's my fault for not knowing, I guess. How about the Seattle Sound? Wasn't there already a team called that? Sounds right. I could be wrong, but we'll see. I look forward to it. I really do. look forward to seeing what comes up, what teams come out, or what the name of the team comes out to be, what the colors come out to be. Are they going to have <coughs> a... Are they going to have as great a year as... Las Vegas did, or are they just going to be bringing up the rear? That's a question I, I'm, I'm across my mind. What happens? So I won't follow that too, too closely, but I will follow it. So on to more important pressing news. I don't know if it's pressing, but Shadow knows it's even important. But Tyler Mur uh, Murray, I'm, I almost want to say Murphy. Tyler Murray, Kyler Murray, motherfucker, Kyler Murray, there we go, won the Heisman. If you've listened to the last podcast, or podcast before, um, I think I said that I believe Tyler, Kyler is going to win it. This thing with Tua having a shit game against Georgia like he did, and then coming out with an injury, Kyler going in against Texas, and just putting up video game numbers like he's done all year. I felt like Kyler stole that, the Heisman, which is good. And the Heisman Trophy isn't awarded to people who, well, who just had a partial good year. But then I look back to when Lamar Jackson won it. He was fucking killing it first part of the season. And then it just kind of became okay. But the difference is, he really didn't have any true competition for the Heisman Trophy that year. So him... Playing like he was a fucking video game on steroids. Talk about Lamar Jackson here. Uh, doing all that in the first part of the year really set him up. And there wasn't anybody who stepped up, in my opinion, who stepped up to challenge him for that. I personally think they got it right. If Tua had been healthy last game, last game with Georgia, if he had... 
Actually, even if he wasn't healthy, I think if he went in there and fucking flung it around like he'd been doing all year long, even though he got hurt in the second quarter or something like that, third quarter, I don't think he would have been – I don't think anybody would have caught him. I don't think Kyler would have caught him. But the fact that he was playing like shit until up to the point of him getting hurt, that was what I think put, put him over. So, it's, this is what it is. <clears throat> and, of course, I do have him in Oklahoma winning the whole damn thing. I'm not going back on that yet. Not yet. I made my, predict, my, my predictions a couple of podcasts ago. I am not going back on my predictions. Not yet, anyways. I might change that after about halftime with the Alabama-Oklahoma game. Maybe. So, congratulations to Kyler Murray. And, of course, a few days later, he has maybe gotten in trouble for some homophobic slurs, which I actually just stumbled upon this article. I have not read it yet. I guess they were, uh, let's see. He already apologized. No, he apologized. Okay. Let's see, way back in 2012. So, he was, how old is he now? 2012 would be f- six years ago, so 14, 15 years old maybe? Maybe 16? Let's see, what did he say? I'm intrigued now what he said. What did he say? He used an anti-gay slurb, slurb, slur. He, he used an anti-gay slur both on his own and when tweeting at his friends. Oh, God. What did he say? You're all queers. Okay. Cole is getting salty. He's a queer. Queers. Ha ha ha, queer. Really? I don't know what you two queers are talking about. I got both of y'all, especially you. I guess YOLO is a trending topic at Mer- at Marcus. I don't want to hashtag queers. <sighs> okay, so he's getting in trouble for saying queer. I mean, are these is this literally the extent of his of his tweets? Of his quote homophobic tweets because he said queer. Now I'm all about gay rights, alright? If you don't if you're fucking a right wing or super not a super super left wing and you guys don't like gays or lesbians and you don't like me now, fine, I don't give a shit. <clears throat> you have your beliefs, I have my beliefs. I, I'm I agree full heartedly that gays and lesbians should have equal rights. I agree full heartedly that any person who's non-white should have equal rights and the same whites, same whites, same rights as a white heterosexual and the same thing with gays and lesbians. They share the same rights as a white heterosexual. And unfortunately I have to use that term to get across what I'm saying. Now I remember going to school. I remember being in high school. I remember being, he says 14, 15 years old. That's what, and using words I shouldn't have. Who hasn't? Who has, what, you tell me one male who's over the age of, say, 28, who didn't call their friend gay for doing something stupid. Dude, don't be gay, dude. That was so stupidly gay. You're fucking gay. Well, he didn't do anything gay. But that was the word to put your friend down. Is it right? 
in our PC culture? No. Because let's face it, we're getting we're turning more PC than anything else nowadays. And I don't see it stopping anytime soon, unfortunately. There's a difference between bullying and making fun of and having fun. But I don't see how it's homophobic for calling his friends queers. Because to me, it's a tongue-in-cheek name-calling. Well, you're stupid. You're a stupid head. I said he's queers. Because what I'm getting from this, from these tweets, he's tweeting these to his friends, from what I understand. Now, if he just treated to some random person and called them a queer, okay, perfect. I totally understand that. 100% I understand it. But if these are his friends and he's calling his friends queers, every single fucking male over the age of 21 should be locked up. He was 14, 15 years old. And the cool thing right now is I know for a fact I'm going to – people who listen to this, you're either going to be turned on by it or you're going to be turned off by it, and I'm probably going to get some hate mail because you're offended by that. You're offended by me. So how are you going to retaliate by being offended again, by trying to offend somebody else? That makes no sense. None whatsoever. Well, I'm offended that you, you don't have a problem with the word queers. I do have a problem with the word queers. I don't have a problem with the way he used it fucking eight, six, seven years ago. As a 14, 15-year-old to his friends. I don't have a problem with that. He was 14, 15 years old calling his friends a name. Again, if he had called some random stranger a queer, okay. I can see an argument and I can see what the issue. But for what I'm reading, he's calling his friends queers. I don't have an issue with that. Now, if they were, or if they are, and they're offended by that, well, then they need to speak with him. And then if he just doesn't give a shit, then there's an issue. And since we're on Kyler Murray, he is not the greatest two-sport athlete since Bo Jackson. <clears throat> Don't even see here and argue with me about that. Does he have the possibility? Sure. Of course he does. I'm not going to say you're going to say he doesn't. He's good enough in baseball to be drafted on seventh overall. And he was good enough in football to win the Heisman Trophy. Is he the best two-sport athlete? Fuck no. Since Bo Jackson, fuck no. Now, again, he has a possibility of being that. We've seen many, 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 many times going from college to the pros and having the top-notch guy who's going to change the pros and change the team around while flat in his face. And he's going to try to do both, apparently. Even Deion Sanders had to stop and go, I got to stick with one. Even Bo Jackson, before he got hurt, had to stop and go, I got to stick with one. If I remember correctly. Don't quote me on the Bo Jackson part. Now, this article said could be or potential. Cool. I'm not going to do that. But he's not the greatest two-sport athlete because he hasn't fucking done a goddamn thing. He played one year in college football. Did win the Heisman. <clears throat> hasn't played... A real out for the Oakland Athletics yet. I'm, I don't know if he even went to spring training. So I think he was drafted his last draft class. But you already already want to anoint him. You know, I'm going to try to keep this in the back of my pocket. And this podcast continues for the next couple of years. Which on all you PC assholes may shut me down. Either one or two things are going to happen. I'm going to throw it back in your face. Whoever wrote this. Or I'm going to throw it back in my face. For being wrong. 
It's gonna be interesting to see. Interesting, interesting to see what he, what happens with him, um, especially in April, when the draft comes around. Will he play both? Is he committed to baseball? Baseball's a long season. Fucking hell, is it long? I guess so is football. My football college is pretty short, actually. Baseball's long. Holy crap! And hey, just because he won the Heisman doesn't mean he's gonna play football. All right, let's just kind of put that to rest. I mean, Charlie Ward won the Heisman Trophy back in 93 for F- Florida State. I don't know why I keep thinking Houston, but I think it was Florida State. And he decided to play basketball instead. I think he had a pretty long career in basketball, if I remember correctly. I think it was, I want to say he was a first-round draft pick. Don't quote me on that either, but I think it was a first-round draft pick. So good luck. We'll see what happens. Uh, what else is going on? Um, before we get to the other topic I want to get into, uh, Jim Harbaugh says he's not leaving uh, Michigan. I think I've heard that somewhere else before. I think I heard that at Stanford and before you honors. Could be wrong. <clears throat> but he said he's not going anywhere. I didn't know his name had come up anywhere. I think, the, I, think I heard a brief rumor of um, him – Maybe going to Green Bay. Maybe. That's a brief rumor. That might be one I just made up in my head just because. <laughs> uh, where's the name? His name being. Okay. All right. I normal. So he's NFL interest. How long has he been to Michigan? He's been in Michigan for a couple of years now. Has he not? Four seasons. So he's been in Michigan for four seasons. So we're really, really going to see how his recruiting is. And can he recruit? With, well, now with shit, there's no one there. With Urban Myers being gone, I don't know how good a recruit day is. So it's going to be fun to see what happens now. Shit, Harbaugh, if I, you know what? I'm going to throw this conspiracy theory out there just to be a dick. If Myers wasn't retiring, would Harbaugh bowl for the NFL since he can't beat Myers? Has there been a close game in that series since Harbaugh's been in? There's a question for you. I'm gonna find out right now. God damn it! <laughs> but anyways, that's my conspiracy. That's, that's a conspiracy theory. I'm gonna fucking put it in my back pocket. I'm gonna run with it because I know it has no legs. But if uh, Myers didn't retire, would Harbaugh still be the head coach of Michigan when the season over with or before? But since Harbaugh retired, he is now gonna stay. They've had one close game back in 2016. Uh, went into double overtime, 30-27. I remember that game. I didn't realize that Michigan ha- has a lead in that series. 58 wins to 50 losses to six ties. I did not know that. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm cackling on my own stupidity of conspiracy theories. Right, let's see what else we got. Um, I was like, Matt Campbell signed an extension to Iowa State. Good for him. I, I think I said earlier, I wonder if he's kind of a lifer. I mean, again, there weren't a whole lot of big name job openings. I mean, Ohio State was probably the biggest out there, and that changed quickly with them already knowing they're going to hire a day. <clears throat> you had a choice of East Carolina. That's a tad backwards. North Carolina, eh, maybe, but I think they had. I think they already had their eyes to Mac Brown. Kansas? No, you don't want to do that. Colorado, maybe? But they went with a different direction. 
with another saving guy. Uh, Maryland, but Maryland wanted to bring a guy in who was a quote Maryland guy, which I think is the stupidest thing in the world. I heard it in Michigan. I've heard it at Maryland. I heard it in Nebraska when Solich was fired and the bad year with Callahan or back seasons with Callahan. I hate that. Bring in the right guy or gal in some instances, maybe one day. Um, here's a little tidbit for you all. I know I'm getting, I'm, I'm going on Burbost. I get it. But did you know that the army Navy game had more viewers in the iron bowl? Fucking chew on that. Of course it couldn't beat. That's this for this year, by the way. All right. Let's we got for you guys. Uh, again, congratulations to Campbell for being in staying Iowa state. Wonder if he has another good year and another job opens. Maybe USC. A lot of it seems to be going back to USC. It really, really does. That's interesting to me. I don't know why. I just it's like we've already fired Helton before the season's begun. A couple awards were handed out. A couple of guys we don't know off the top of my head. Of course, Murray, <clears throat> uh, Quentin Williams from. Alabama, he won the Player of the Year award. I think he was um, defensive lineman. Uh, Michigan State's losing their running back, L.J. Scott. He is declared for the NFL draft. I wonder if he's going to be playing in their bowl game. Are they bowl eligible? Yeah, they are. I forgot who they're playing. They get picked against them. Uh, well, who else? Of course, Trevor Lawrence won Player of the Year for the ACC. Duh. I would be surprised if he didn't. Uh, Army beat Navy this thing was 17-10. I missed it again. I was had to do things, unfortunately. Fuck. You know, I try to keep my weekend schedule empty for football. <laughs> In the weekends, I can't. I miss stuff. I go, of course, duh. but I miss things like the Army-Navy game. I love watching the Army-Navy game. Two old-school offenses going at it. And I miss it again. Or I missed the UFC last night. Completely forgot it was fucking Saturday. And I missed the UFC, so I can't talk about it. Which I wouldn't talk about the, the main events. I would have talked about prelims, because this was what I would have watched. Uh, what else do I have for you? Uh, another jackass. He's arrested on suspicion of domestic battery. This time a college kid from Kansas. Uh, here's one. I'm really, really, really... I knew about this. I've sat on it. I'm really trying hard not to get into this religion politics thing. It's going to be stupidly hard because of this hire, because of the team, the school that hired him. And that's, I'm going to put it out there. Okay. So we know Hugh Freeze's history. We know that he played, the religion and faith card very, very well at while at Ole Miss. <clears throat> and then we also know that he got fired for having a mistress and using the company phone to text and email her. And so he was fired. It's been a year. So we know that. <clears throat> Let me backtrack a little bit as well. We also know... <clears throat> That this particular AD of this university that hired Hugh Freeze 
was the AD at Baylor during Baylor's sexual assault cases. When, um, when Baylor had all those rape charges and cover-ups. But he's the AD now. Same place <clears throat> that lost face. Now, I don't believe his name was ever... Um, how can I put it? Thrown through the mud? Like everybody else at Baylor? Like Art Bryles. Like, um, shit. The guy who prosecuted Clinton. Got his name. But he did resign. This particular AD, his name is Ian McCall. He did resign. In the wake of all the scandals. Okay? Way back in 16. So he has some dirt on him. So you are a higher learning institution, a Christian higher learning institution, and you hire two people that have dirt on them. And not just like a little bit of dirt, not just okay, he sent dirty text to uh, his wife or to, to the wrong person or, or something. No, he, he had an affair outside of marriage, used a company phone and email. You have an AD who may or may not, but was there, covered up reports of sexual assault. Allowed the culture to grow within the programs. And now you have both of them in your institution, in your Christian institution, by the way. I don't know what that says about you. I'm on those people. That I try to take a step back and look at the big picture. And if I had anything to do with Liberty, that's right, Liberty University, I would take a step back and go, you hired McCaw who resigned. Actually, yeah, he was he, he was named in a lawsuit under sexual violence, accusations of sexual violence and cover up at Baylor. But so far, those have not turned out to be false. And you hire a coach who was caught cheating on his wife. And you're going to sit here and tell me of Christian values and morals. I'm sorry, Liberty. I can't do that. When 53% of your student body is female, I can't sit here and look you in the eye and believe a word you say. I just can't. I can't sit here and not chuckle at a line from your AD who said the hiring of freeze now bring, makes your program a very credible program. It does, and it makes your program a laughing stock and gives your program a black eye. You give your program a black eye. If you had taken a couple years off, McCollum, maybe I would say, okay, fine. You're able to recover and do what needs to be done. But now you're going, you're hiding your flaws at a Christian institute. You're giving Christianity a bad name. You want to know, Christians, all you Christians listening, I hear all the time now, since the person we got in the office is in office, about Christianity being under attack. This bullshit is why Christianity is under attack. Shit like this. You hire, not you, I'm sorry, let me phrase that. A Christian institution hires... An AD who's a part of a lawsuit 
and it was part of a university, a big Christian university again at Baylor. Baylor is uh, Christian. I don't know what sect I should tell me, and I should know that, and I apologize for not knowing that. But he was accused and a part of covering up sexual assault. I don't, shouldn't say he's a part of, but he was there. He was in charge of the sports programs. And then you go and hire him after he resigns because he's safe face while resigning. Hugh Freeze, a year ago, gets some, uh, two seasons ago. I shouldn't say a year ago. It's been two seasons. Yes, yeah, two seasons. Right before the season started, uh, 2017 season started. <clears throat> it was a summer. He gets caught cheating on his wife, a mistress. And you go and hire him. The same guy who, oh my God, how can I put it? Talks about morals, Christian morals, and he did what he did. Well, we forgive him because that's what God says to do. <laughs> yes, unless you're gay, unless you have an abortion, unless you're Muslim or an atheist or Jewish. I don't, I don't understand Christian institutes, institutions. This particular one, I don't understand it. Reason why I don't understand it is, you know, I think their president and he has been shown, not brandishing, but showing off that he has a gun in his pocket during the assembly, talking about Second Amendment, talking about freedoms. But yeah, they turn around and say that, oh well, you can't marry the person you love because you're a man and he's a man. I've never understood that. How can you talk to me about freedom? but then turn around and take other people's freedoms away because you don't believe in them. I don't get it. So Hugh Freeze is now the new head coach of Liberty. Great hire there, Liberty. Well, look on the bright side. All you kids who, who are in the I think, North Carolina area, you're going to get paid. Oh, yeah, you are going to get paid because Hugh Freeze can't recruit to save his ass, but he can pay you to go there. Look at all the top-notch players who went to Ole Miss. I love that. That... that was it a line? It was something. He, what did Freeze say? When when Freeze got caught dialing a female escort service, which is what he did, using the old Miss phone, he claimed that it was a misdialed number. But then they went back and looked at it, and they realized he had a lot of misdialed numbers. And you know what's funny about that? About the Freeze's um, being caught. Freeze by, by freeze being caught uh, using the female escort or calling the female escort, I should say, was it was all uncovered by Houston Nuts attorneys. And those of you who don't remember, Houston Nuts was the head coach at Ole Miss and was fired. And he was in the process of suing Ole Miss for defamation. And when <clears throat> uh, I think Houston Nuts also got in trouble for uh, violations on the team and what he did is he sued Freeze and the school for falsely blaming him for the violations. And through that, Nuts attorneys filed for Freedom of Information Act. Those of you who don't know, that came out, I believe, with uh, Little Bush was in office. Might have been before that. but <clears throat> So this was made back in um, so they, when it got all the calls, all the phones. And this thing about it, they are trying to prove that Ole Miss, with the help of Hugh Freeze, defamed Houston Nutt in once he was fired from the uh, from head coaching. I was wrong about the year of the Freedom of Information Act that was put in place back in '66. That's my fault. 
affected CD7. 100% my fault. But anyways, so according to what I've heard and what I've read, Houston Nuts attorneys went in using the Freedom of Information Act to get the phone records uh, as far back as 2016. January 2016. Remember, this is when those all kind of came up, too. This is right before Freeze got fired. And the reason why they did that, why Nuts family, or family, attorneys did that, was to prove that Freeze and other Ole Miss uh, administration people were aiming to leak information to the press to smear Nut. Well, that was a bad line to say. But to smear Houston Nuts' reputation. And during... Houston Nuts attorney's review of the calls, of the call list, of the cell phone calls, they stumbled upon a female escort service over and over and over again. A married man, fallen call, married man's coaching for God, his faith, and he's cheating on his wife with the female escort service. But it's okay. Liberty will hire you. The AD at Liberty, who is more than happy to cover up sexual assault, cover up allegations of rape, will hire you as a new head coach. Congratulations. <clears throat> Damn it, Turner Gill, you had to retire. You had to. Couldn't fuck us two one more year. Actually, I understand why you, you retired. Your, your, your wife is sick. I totally understand why you retired. I used to like Liberty. I, I truly did. I used to like, I like the small schools. I like the small schools that first come in. No Appalachian State, Georgia Southern, Georgia State. <clears throat> I, like, I used to like them. So I was up there with Liberty. They're in the FBS now. Cool. I'm the roof for you. And then things go for a change. Change. Uh, there's this article. I know I'm probably not going to get to what I already wanted to get to, and I apologize. I forgot Hugh, Hugh Freeze got hired by Liberty. I went on my little Christian rant type of deal. And I apologize for that. I apologize for my rant raving on that particular subject. I just, it, it, it just, just irks me when you hide behind God and hide behind beliefs and just to turn around and basically fucking throw them in everybody's face. And then you find out that you are a liar. And that your morals are lower than whale shit. It's like when you hear all those politicians. Gays are bad. Ban homosexuality. And then they're the ones who get cut in their office getting blown by a gay guy. That's always funny to me. I can talk until I'm blue in the face about liberty because there's some things I'm reading. I'm just going, well, man, how fucking jaded are you? I love how the AD says, oh, no, we're going to be – our program with the higher Hugh Freeze is going to be at the top with USC and Florida State and Michigan and Ohio State. I'm like, wait, no, you're not. You're fucking Liberty. We'll be, I mean, if you give him deep pockets, he'll get you those players. All right. Huh. Last thing I want to cover before I let you all go to for this particular podcast. Again, thank you for listening and all that shit. Um, so we have – it seems like every couple days, a new list of players who are not going to be playing for their respective school because they're going to get ready for the NFL draft comes out. 
Um, this time, it's well, Will Greer. And I, t- I think I talked, I touched on this briefly one or two podcasts ago. Uh, I think when I think it's during the Bulls, the the uh, Bull Games t- uh, podcast. I do have a problem with it, but I can't have a problem with it. And the reason why I can't have a problem with it is because it's a system that allows it to happen. Wait, yeah, the, I, I can't have a problem with it. I want to. Really, really want to, but we can't. Because it is the system in place. And I said it before, and I'm going to say it again, or probably a different version, version of it this time. Yes, are they quitting on their teammates? Probably. But they're not. And the reason why I say that is because there's a point in time, and yes, we live in a narcissistic world. We just do. Look at the people who are in charge. Look at yourself. Go look at the mirror, and you tell me you're not a narcissist in some way, shape, or form. You can try not to be, but you're going to be. It's just how it is. But when you get guys like Will Greer, Fournette, McCaffrey from a couple years ago, deciding to look out for themselves because they know for sure that they're going to the NFL. I cannot be too upset. The reason why I can't be too upset, there's a bunch of them, but the main reason is football is a very physical game. And how many times have you seen a player get hurt and he's out for a year? Get hurt or his career's over with? No, there's grumblings. Alex Smith, who had a gruesome leg injury a couple weeks ago for the Washington Redskins, his career may be over. The tight end, I forgot his name. I, I can see his face, but I forgot his name from the uh, Chicago Bears a couple years ago. Was it last year? Maybe year four. Broke his leg in a game. Actually almost died because he just cut off the, the main artery in his leg and he almost bled to death. Or something very similar to that. He almost died from a broken leg. I think it's been two years now since that happened. So football is a gruesome sport. And with the 7,632 bowl games that we have, I look at it, it, it is if you're not in the playoffs, okay. If you make that decision to not play that year, fine. Not or that, that bowl game, I'm sorry, fine. Will Greer's done it. The big defensive tackle, I forgot his name. I've said it earlier in my life. From Houston, Ed something or another. Why not? Now, if you're one of those players who really has no fucking shot on God's green earth to get into the NFL or might be a invite, your ass needs to play. And we t- I talked about this briefly in the past when uh, Claret, 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 Clarent, Claret from Ohio State, he wanted to come out early and went through lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit. And there's a time frame where, they're, where they allowed uh, players who are 18 and up, I think it was one year, to enter the draft. And he saw people who shouldn't have even thought about it, but they were getting bad advice. Or their head was so far up their ass. And none of them got drafted. Mike Williams did. Mike Williams is a beast at USC. I think he should have stayed another year. I think his head was so far up his ass that he listened to bad advice. I mean, he became an okay, but I just think his ego got in his way, in my personal opinion. Claret never really amounted to much. Then he got in trouble, blah, 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 blah. So Will Greer's leaving early. I'm not really leaving early. Let me rephrase it. He's not going to play in the bowl game. Okay. I can't sit here and be upset by that. Wish I could. I want to, but I can't. Now I'm not gonna lie. I was I was 
not excited or happy when McCaffrey or, or Fournette dis- decided to not play in their bowl games. Not one about being a team team player and shit like that. But I'm not nor I'm nowhere near being a multimillionaire in the NFL. I'm nowhere near having a shelf life in the NFL. I never had a life in the NFL. So they want to, if he wants to go on, fine. I think, like I said before, I think the issue arises is when players in the playoff teams stop playing in the playoff games. Then I see issues. Then something needs to happen. You forget, these players are not really getting paid. And Will Greer has a wife and a kid, I believe. He's not getting paid. They get a small stipend, I believe. Well, they get books and free Yeah, they do. You go to college. Live off of books and free room and board and some food and see what happens. See how your life is. It's like going to jail. Inmates have fucking better lives than some of these college players. Granted, they don't get to play and they don't have much as much freedom. They can't leave their little uh their confinement, but they have free room and board. They have free meals. They can make money by working. It's not much, but it's something. <clears throat> College player gets free room, free books, free food. Hopefully, not the overwhelming, terrifying urge that you might get shanked or or um, assaulted in any way, shape, or form. And you do have the ability to leave campus, but you're still not getting paid. Who's going to pay for your gas? Food, coffee when you're up at night studying, hopefully. <clears throat> go out and enjoy yourself one night. Oh, I can't. I don't have the money. But my room, my room is paid for. I can go to the cafeteria when it's open and get food. My books are paid for. Woohoo! But I can't go out and enjoy my life for four years of it. Now, is there a way to fix it? I don't fucking know. If we start paying the players, will I fix it? <sighs> I couldn't tell you. Probably not. I think, like I said, the issues arise. Or the issues are really going to come to head when their player or players decide not to play in the, the Final Four or the Four. Or they decide to sit out the whole year. That's going to be an issue. I can see some person getting bad information and sitting out the whole year. Well, we've seen it with Bosa. Bosa got hurt. Didn't play very often. Withdrew from school. And I think he went to San Diego. Either was training with his brother or training with the, uh, training the, down there. There's a big training camp thing down in San Diego. Axos, Axos, A-X-O-S, I want to say. It might be not be it, but something very similar to it. I think he went down there. But he was hurt, supposedly. I don't know anything about it, but I've heard. I never, and trust me, I heard all the host, Hell No State fans getting pissy about it on the radio when I was coming into work that morning. They were mad, calling him names. I was like, well, he hasn't really played much. He's been hurt. There are things about that one I don't understand. I mean, I'm pretty confident Ohio State has got top-notch facilities, top-notch training, top-notch doctors, top-notch uh, physical therapists. But at the same time, San Diego does have – ooh, what's it, what, what, what do they not have? Um, they don't have uh, – oh, yeah, snow and ice. So we're Will Greer sitting out. The uh, list gets longer and longer as we move on. Um, I think it's a good thing, actually, for a lot of the coaches, a lot of the teams, because when that happens, you know you're going to lose them. At the end of the year. You know that. So now you can choose or you can see what you have for next year. Since you can't practice against any other team but your own, you kind of now have an opportunity. And you get extra practices for them, by the way. I figure you can kind of use it as a little summer camp. So it's in the dead of winter. Or the beginning of winter. I guess winter really technically doesn't get in the dead of winter until February or January. But 
the guys who are backups or who your future was dependent upon. Now you get an opportunity to see them in live action. You may not win the game, but you get to see them in live action. So it's a bittersweet, I guess. Because everybody knows, in this instance, Will Greer, he's going off to the pros. Duh. He's a senior. He's gone. Duh. Okay, now he's just gone an extra game earlier. Okay? We'll see what his backup does. His backup's going to get 100% of the snaps now. I don't know how many practices they get. I want to say 16 or 20 or something like that. I don't know the number. I think it depends on what time of what date your, your bowl game is. So there's the uh, the silver lining for you. <sighs> All right. Well, I guess I will let you guys go. Really didn't want to didn't want to get on that tangent about liberty and all that crap. I knew I was going to get into uh, not religion or not a uh, political, but I did get kind of religious, and I apologize for that. Uh, follow us at the letter C P O S Cast. That is at the letter C P O S Cast. Um, I believe I have an Instagram as well as Cathartic Podcast. Don't have anything posted on there yet, so when I get shit posted on there, I will let you know. Um, I believe we're going to have a guest next time. A gentleman by the name of Brett Kahn. He is an IFBB Pro, IFBB Physique Pro. Uh, I've known the guy for a couple years now. He's a really cool guy. He is very, I don't want to say unique, interesting in the fact that he is type 1 diabetic, and yet he's still an IFBB pro. Uh, so hopefully uh, should be doing first ever guest with him coming up here soon. And we'll talk about just a little bit about his background, how he got into the physique the, the part of the bodybuilding. I'll give him some shit because that's what I do because I've known the guy for several years. Uh, but he will be on the podcast next time around. We're probably going to talk a little bit of college football there, too, just because he did play at Michigan State. I think I believe it was. There we go. So I think he was a backup to um, Le'Veon Bell. I believe. I might be wrong on that one, but I know he went to Michigan State. Uh, I think there's a picture of him when they beat Notre Dame. Was it in Notre Dame? I think it was in Notre Dame when they planted the flag in the middle of Notre Dame's field. Remember, I'll try to bring him up, talk to him about that. So thanks for listening. Again, apologize for the ranting and raving. We will have a guest, again, Brett Kahn. Look him up. He, I don't know his Instagram on top of my head or his Twitter handle or anything like that, but we'll get that for you next time around. So please go out dominate the world. Make it your little bitch. Have a good time. And follow us at the letter C, P-O-S, cast. That is the letter C, P-O-S, cast. Thanks a lot, guys. Y'all have a good one today.